Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Hi, it's Richard here, your faithful announcer. We are so glad you are listening. Casting our podcast on the waters of providence, trusting we encourage growing, biblical, dynamic, soul-satisfying prayer lives which glorify God. From the pen of Martin Lloyd-Jones, prayer is beyond any question the highest activity of the human soul. Man is at his greatest and highest when upon his knees he comes face to face with God. John Owen adds, I pray God with all my heart that I may be weary of everything else but converse and communion with him. J.C. Riley adds his insight. Never, never may we forget that if we would do good to the world, our first duty is to pray. And now to our fine host, Fred. Fred here, your host of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Richard has already kindly welcomed you, and so I welcome you again. And we do live in a fact-checked world, so yes, my name is Fred, and I'm only getting about that. Suppose I have been listening to the Lord, and His will is evident now. In that case, 2023, I am hoping, will not only be a year of jubilee and forgiveness, but also a year of consolidation and prayerfully more precise communication on prayer, and our community with God Almighty. We'll talk about community a little bit later in an episode. Concerning today's episode, though, we want to cover some thoughtful basics on our prayer lives and maybe even their purpose. The center of today's episode is the quality of our Christian lives, humility, and community in our relationship with God our Creator. In thinking of this many years ago, when I was a very young but enthusiastic Christian, we moved to a new city, and I was working temporary jobs there. In one of those workplaces, I worked with a Jewish man, and in that case, I was making a clumsy effort to share the gospel with him. And since I was reading my Bible and reading in the Old Testament as well as New, I would tell my friend, who happened to be my boss as well, about different stories I had read in the Old Testament. And this went on for about a week. And at the end of the week, my friend then began to ask me, after each little anecdote or story, he would ask the question, so what? And I wasn't really sure of what he meant, and I wasn't actually sure of myself very much at that point in time either. So I didn't answer the question. I didn't even actually try. I just kind of let it go. And then the next day I would tell him again something I'd learned from the New, the Old Testament. His name, I'm pretty sure, was Ken. And as I said, I kept sharing him with those Old Testament stories. And he would just say the same thing. So what? And on the third day of that week, of the second week, he stopped and he told me, basically, he said, I'm going to let you off the hook. He then related to me that he knew that my efforts were of evangelism. I wanted to tell him about Jesus and to share the gospel. And then he said he was already a Messianic Jew, and he had been kind of testing me, having Jesus as his Messiah and Savior. He wanted to see kind of where I I would go when I didn't know that. 
And then he told me that in the Hebrew culture, just telling stories or giving events isn't actually communicating, which I, I suppose it's not at all anyway. So he was right about that. But he said, Jewish people always ask, so what? And then he encouraged me in my efforts in evangelism. And he admonished me, though, to always remember the so what when I was talking about Christ. And it was a pretty good rebuke, I thought. Now, obviously, that lesson has stuck with me. Most people won't ask you the so what. You need to lead them to the so what. And that is a very true thing in life. And as I was thinking of this year, a year of consolidation and clarity along with everything else, I realized that I sometimes have struggled with the so what of some of the episodes. And I actually knew that at the time, but I went ahead so one of my commitments this year is to try to get better at the so what's, remembering them and then remembering the point of each episode. In line with that thought, and in line with the episode, the title of this episode, I've been thinking also of Samuel Rutherford's writings. But I've been thinking about the simplicity and clarity in his use of language. And I have also concluded, a bit embarrassingly, that sometimes I have been trying to affect some level of cleverness that's actually not mine. And I've done that in opposition to just being transparent with what I wanted to say, what the gospel says, what the Bible says. And I'd like to change that as well, at least as much as I can. So with those things being said, we want to get to the crux of this episode. And the truth is, I have had troubles in my life. I've had troubles and joy, sadnesses. I've had a lot of God's loving discipline, even though at the time it didn't seem so loving to me. I've experienced the rod, as the Bible says, and under the rod of God, I know a few things that I never knew before, and they're actually pretty profound. Number one, which isn't so profound, is I want to avoid experiencing them again. I don't want to ever be that disobedient although it might be the case at some points. I would just rather avoid those deep trials that the Lord has taken us through. I am thankful for every hurt and every stroke of his discipline. So I am thankful for them. I just don't want to do them again and maybe avoid them in the future. And I've also learned that there is no better place in the flesh in this life than at the foot of the cross, knowing the presence of Christ and his mercies and even in brokenness, being at the foot of the cross. And his mercies extend to us even through those disciplines which drive us to the foot of the cross, by the way. Number four, the fourth thing that I know is experiencing and knowing God is any Christian's most satisfying life. When we experience him and know him, life doesn't get any better, no matter what our circumstances. And I used to say, Christians, we Christians, should be the most radical people we know. And I believe that that's true. But my pastor recently mentioned the ridiculousness of some of the things, of some of the ways we are to obey our Savior. So whether it's a radical life, a ridiculous life, a profound Christian life, we can only live those lives through prayer and Bible study because they bring us into true community with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
the God who created us. He redeemed us. He loves us. And he gives us his presence for eternity. But it starts right now. We can have that community right now. And there are three things before we close that I just want to bring up today to help drive that point home. Number one, and this is a review. If you have been with us for a while, you have heard this over and over again. Jesus says in, in John seventeen three, and this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. That's eternal life. Knowing him is eternal life. We have discussed that, and we will discuss it again. And the truth is, we have no community or relationship we used to say relationship or fellowship, without the knowledge of others in any kind of community, even the human community, if we do not know others and are known by them, we don't have true community. Eternal life, again, then, is John seventeen three, the knowledge of God our Savior. For today as well, we've got a couple other verses to look at. James 4.10 tells us to humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. Peter echoes that in his book, 1 Peter chapter 5 and 6. He says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time. And the exaltation here isn't that we will be famous or rich or whatever you think exaltation means. It means that we are exalted to the position where we know and love the God who reveals himself to us in Scripture and who has revealed himself as our Savior. As we begin 2023 then, humility is the operating system in which the programs of prayer and Bible study are run. Sincere prayer and sincere study of the Word, which we will see actually next time, can only happen in a sea of humility. You might be saying, so what? I've given you several points of information today. So what? You promised us you would get to the so what. After four years of doing this podcast, working in God's mercies, I can confidently tell you, my brothers and sisters, my Christian family, wherever you are at, any, anywhere in the world, whatever your circumstance, the satisfaction of your soul your joy, your peace, the meaning of this life, the meaning God has meant for us in this life, all those things leading to the glory of God, by the way. If we want to truly have joy inexpressible and full of glory, we must draw close to him in humility and then commit ourselves to prayer and the knowledge of his word. As we begin 2023 then, I urge you, for your own soul's sake, to practice prayer, to study the Word of God, to study it diligently, to pray daily, and to live in humility by faith, believing that He is and that He's a rewarder of those who seek Him. Humanity longs for community, and you long for community in your inner man, we do as Christians, and that is only found in our pursuit of Him and the knowledge of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's the so what. Learn to pray. Learn to study your Bible. And this life will take on a whole different, fundamentally different, and spiritually profound meaning 
that will give you, like I said, that joy and that peace. Thank you, Jesus, for today. I thank you and bless you for your goodness to us and your grace. Father, we need thee. We commend this time to you in thy power, for thy glory. Teach your people to pray and teach us to seek you through your word. We know nothing of you aside from the fact that you are our creator if we do not seek and learn from what you have told us about yourself. Thank you, Jesus, for this year. I thank you that we will be able to move forward and see what you're going to do and how you're going to glorify yourself through all our needs and wants and weaknesses and the victories that thou bringest in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And we pray in that name, sweet Lord Jesus Christ, for thou art our only refuge. We commit this time in this moment to you, and whatever the days bring, we commit to you as well. Thank you for our salvation. Again, sweet Jesus, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. We are commanded not only to return to the shepherd of our souls, but to the guardian of our souls as well. And that longing you have, that longing we have in our inner man right now, that is eternal life. Keep seeking him. Keep conversing with him. And brethren, let us pray for one another. As always, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you at www.frponprayer.com or freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And for all your voiceover needs, go to richarddurrington.com or durringtonr at gmail.com. Keep your dial here for our next episode. And if you have a dial, you just might need an upgrade. For Fred and I, have yourself a prayerfully fun-filled day.